Good morning, everyone. Morning, and welcome to our service this morning. If you're in church with us, great to see you on such a sunny morning. But if you're at home, well, I'm delighted that you're joining us. Uh, I have to tell you this morning that the Reverend Shaw was taken ill on Wednesday. He's not 100% fit yet, but we are Pleased and delighted as ever to have the Reverend Little in the pulpit with us this morning, leading our service. So, Alvin, thank you so much for stepping in at short notice and for agreeing to lead our service this morning. Thank you. Now, the other announcements. Uh, this evening's prayer and worship evening has been postponed. Uh, Reverend Shaw was down to lead that, and the evening is now postponed. And this is for the attention of all leaders there will be a safeguarding, a safeguarding refresher course in church this Sunday, or this Thursday, not Sunday, Thursday, the 17th, Thursday the 19th at 7.30 p.m. So that's this Thursday, 7.30, safeguarding refresher in course, course here in church. If you're a leader, please make every effort to be here. And if you feel that you want to come and learn something about safeguarding, you too will be very welcome. But it's essentially for leaders. Now the next message church will be next Sunday, next Sunday at 3.30, from 3.30 to 5, and leaflets are available in the vestibule. And uh, if you need some more information, I'll talk to Ben, he's leading it. So the more su support he can have, the better. That would be great. And now this is an event coming up next March. Seems a long time away, but our fundraising group have organized a concert with the Belfast Community Gospel Choir. It will be in March, and the tickets are now available. So if you want to buy a ticket, or if you want to buy some for Christmas for your friends, uh, please see either Muriel Irvine or Kim Fitzsimons. That would be great, and it would be a great support for the church and for all those who will participate. Uh, a reminder that there will be a meeting of session and committee immediately after the service in the quiet room. So if you got your email about that or if you've overlooked it, please, please make an effort to be there and hopefully the meeting will be as short as possible. And the last thing I want to ask is, we have four ladies up here leading the singing this morning. We really would like a few more to help them. So if you're sitting down in the church and you enjoy your singing, would you please make an effort, step forward, have a word with Irene here, and we will get you organized. It's great when we have singers leading our singing because it encourages everybody else. And uh, maybe I'm showing my bias here, but I really do hope that you will step forward. Now there's one last announcement and Ben's coming to make it. So Ben, thank you. Uh, morning everyone. You'll remember a few weeks ago I'd made an announcement about surveys that I was giving out and maybe you've got one, maybe you've given one out to a younger relative. And I just want to really encourage you to bring those back. Um, it will be really helpful to us. And as I say, it is optional, so you don't have to put your name on it or anything, but it does say in the order of service to bring it back today, but you can bring it back next week uh, or encourage whoever you know to bring it back next week, and then we'll be able to help you in the best way possible. So please return that. And also just on the back of what Billy had said about Messy Church, please do take a leaflet, say to those that you know, or uh, take one if you're a parent in here. And we would love to see you there because it should be a great week. So uh, I am now going to hand over to 
the Reverend Alvin Little. Thanks. Morning, everyone. Good, lovely to be back uh, with you up here. Uh, pray that Mark really will be back on his feet uh, very soon. And thought, just jumping in, I thought I would take us the opportunity to speak to you about shining the light of Jesus in the darkness of Halloween. So I um, just want to do a wee mix of some Bible um, verses and hopefully some uh, practical wisdom. So that's where we're going this morning. That's what we hope to do. We're here to worship, we're here to seek God's face, we're here to invite him uh, amongst us. So just can we take a wee moment of quietness just to settle our hearts and just to, you know, uh, just orientate our, our, our hearts and our lives and our minds um, just towards him. So let's just take a wee moment of quietness. Don't know what you carried into this room this morning. Uh, Worries, fears, anxieties, joys. Don't know what's going on in your life out there. But, you know, our, we want to set our heart to seek God's face. That just simply means to, to really want his presence more than any other. And Father in heaven, when we gather, we gather to worship you, to declare your worth, your worthiness, your beauty, your power. God, it is a desire of our hearts to delight ourselves in you, Jesus, as our Savior, as our Lord, as our King. And Father, we pray, we pray that you would place in our hearts today a real hunger, a real thirst for your presence. God, we want to meet powerfully with you this morning more than any other thing beyond me or my voice. God, our hearts are to meet with you. Is, is, that, is that your heart today? Is that what you're longing for, hungering for, thirsting for as you come? Father, will you capture us uh, with your presence? Will you captivate us with your love and your truth and your grace? Holy Spirit, we just need your presence. Cleanse our hearts of everything that's less than you are. Forgive us for chasing after smaller things, other things. Because you, Lord, you alone give life and give life to us. So here we are, Lord, opening our lives, surrendering our lives at your feet. Have your way in us, Lord while we're in here and when we get out of here and live out there. Challenge us, change us, children, teenagers, adults, elderly, ch change us, God. For there's no one like you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Amen. Let's worship. Let's worship using that um, hymn that just speaks of the, the greatness of God, just the, 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 oh, Lord, my God, when I an awesome wonder. Let's stand. Let's worship together. <laughs> Thank you. 
Don't know if any boys and girls like to come um, to the front. Got some things to share with you. Got some sweets to share with you. So if you're reluctant about coming, there's always sweets. So uh, anybody else coming yet? Somebody going to come yet? Right from the very start. How are you? You okay? Let's hope we get you a wee friend. Wouldn't that be good? I think there's somebody coming from the gallery. So it's a long way to come, isn't it? It's a lot. So maybe while we're waiting, if you haven't said hello to the person beside you, give them a wee poke and say, hiya, how are you doing? It's... <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of sweets for you immediately, isn't there? There's, yeah, that's really good. We could have them two packets each, couldn't we? Oh, happy days. Great, good stuff. So, good stuff. Come on. Good, lovely. Good. You can come sit in the front seat or come beside me if we're nervous. Yeah, super. Great. Good stuff. Okay, so tell me this. Anybody like a mess? Anybody like a mess in their house? You like mess, do you? Great stuff. You're great. Yeah, you like a mess. Super. How many people here like making a mess? Yes, loads of, yeah, great. If you're a teenager, that's your, that's how you live, don't you? Making a mess, being a teenager, making a mess. So, how many people, here's the last question, how many people like getting their hands messy? Getting their hands messy? No, no. You like your hands clean, well then you're not going to like this. Because I have a pumpkin here. Can you see him? It's got a wee eyes, I've drawn some wee eyes on him. And he's a wee guy. And so if I lift it off his head, I wonder what we'd find inside this wee guy's head. Any idea? Well, we'll have a wee look. What's that? Pumpkin. Pumpkin seeds, pumpkin seeds, and all kinds of yucky stuff. Tell me this, with all this yucky stuff. Who would, anybody here, like to take their hands and put it into the mucky stuff. Any? No. Not you. Well, then that only leaves me, doesn't it? Okay, well, I'll tell you what, because I'm a bit of a wuss. I'll get my gloves on. <laughs> and I'll put my hand into this yucky stuff. And I left it out. Oh, yuck. Isn't that yuck? Would you like some? <laughs> no? It's so yucky, isn't it? Look at all that yucky stuff. Ugh. I've got a wee um, picture come up in the PowerPoint. Sorry, I forgot my clicker, so maybe you can steal it. Yep, super. So I've got a picture, and I was thinking, I wonder if I could lift off your head or my head I'd wonder what we'd find inside us, inside our heads. I wonder what kind of we thought we'd find inside our heads. I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, do you know what's inside my head? Well, inside my head, sometimes there's all kinds of wee worries, and there's all kinds of wee fears. Especially at, at Halloween, sometimes I get scared of the dark. So I don't like the dark. I, I get really scared of it. And sometimes inside my head, you know something? There's bad things. Like there's sometimes in my head I even find bad words or, or bad thoughts. Or, or sometimes inside my head, you know what I find? I'm selfish because sometimes somebody gives me a packet of sweets and says, those sweets, will you now share them with everybody else? And guess what? I don't want to share them. I want to keep them all for myself. I find those kind of thoughts going on inside my head. Or sometimes I get angry, but more often I sulk. Do you know what it is to sulk? When you don't get your own way, you go... 
I'm not getting my own way here. I'm going to sulk. And sometimes, sometimes when I'm going to get into trouble, do you know what I do? I tell a lie to try and get myself out of trouble. That's not good, sure it's not. It's not. When Jesus comes into our lives and comes alongside us to be our friend, when we say, Jesus, would you come and be my friend? Would you come and be my savior? Would you come and be my boss? Would you come and be my king? Would you come and be my everything? Jesus says he comes into our lives. He comes alongside our lives and he becomes a really close friend in our lives. And when he comes to do that, do you know what Jesus wants to do? He wants to take all this yucky stuff that's inside my head, all those thoughts, all those feelings, all, and he wants to make us clean. Look what I've got here. So I've got another one, another pu- pumpkin. But look at this one. What's it like inside? Clean. Clean, it's clean, look. It's really clean inside. Because I came along last night and I cleaned out all the yucky stuff and I made a clean inside and and, in a sense that's what Jesus wants to do with us when we say Jesus I'm sorry for the wrong things that I have thought in my head I'm sorry for those things would you please come and forgive me and not just forgive me but make me nice and clean inside and do you know what I'm going to do in my pumpkin can I made a wee picture in my pumpkin do you know what that's a picture of It's a picture of the cross where Jesus died. Can you see that? And so, and I got this wee light here, this wee tea light. And you won't see it very well because it's quite bright. But if I did it at night and I put my wee tea light in there, guess what? You could see something. What can you see? Can you see the wee light shining? Can you see the wee light shining? Yeah, super. And it's like Jesus says, when I live with you, when I'm your savior, when I'm your boss, when I'm your king, when I'm your friend, I want to live in you and I want to love you and I want to shine out through you so that other people can see Jesus is my friend, Jesus is my king, Jesus is the best ever. So here's what I would love you to do. I bought you a wee a light so they're quite safe because they're, they're not um, real ones. But I'm going to give you a wee light. So, and I'm going to give you one. Thank you. No, and I'm going to give you one. Good girl. And what I'd love you to do, what I'd really love you to do, is I'd love you to buy a pumpkin. You can get them in Lidl's for 95p. Uh, so. <laughs> I'd love you this Halloween to see if you could do a better job of making a cross than I could. And I'd love you to take that wee light. You have to pull the wee thing out before you. Yeah, you have to pull that out first. Yeah, pull that out. Good girl. Well done. And then you can turn it on. And I'd love you to make a wee pumpkin like this. And I'd love you to put a wee light in it like this. And I'd love you to put it in your uh, window. And then I'd love you when it's dark these nights, I would love you to turn your wee light on and say, That reminds me of Jesus. That reminds me how he wants to love me and shine his love through me so that other people can see. Super. Will you do that? Yeah. Good girl. You are so good. Will we we eat these sweets now? Good. I'll share. So, let's see. Can you choose which one you might like? Yeah. And do you want to come and share? Do you want to come and have a wee look and see which one you might like? Well, I'll bring them to you, will I? Let's see. Put them up here. Can you, could you choose one? You, I, I'll give you two, saying you were so good in coming up. You want another one as well? You can have another one for coming up. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to go back to your seat, and I've got a wee song for you, so uh, I'll, I'll let you go back to your seat. Would that do? Good girl. You're such a good girl, aren't you? Such a, so there's a wee song. It's about darkness. It's about light it's about um, Jesus so it, it's I'm not going to ask you to stand for him just want you to sit so and uh, it, it's in two halves it just repeats so I'll let you listen to it for the first half and then if you feel you can join in it's just a simple repeat again so is that okay is that clear as mud yeah good 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 so just sit and take I love this we saw the we tunes just so good so this is it Keep 
So great. Uh, any boy or girl didn't come up, but who would like sweets at the end, just come up and I'll leave them there in the front seat. And you can just, if you're here and you didn't come up, uh, just come up at the end and you can lift the pack of sweets. So, okay. Um, any boys and girls that want to go out to Sunday club or crash or uh, Bible class? Yeah, Bible class. Yeah. So at this point, let's bring our offerings, let's bring our gifts, and let's bring them to God. Let's do that now. and use us to give ourselves to God.
And we just want to open up our lives to you, open up every part of ourselves to you. We'd want to give ourselves in surrender to you. Because, Father, it's not just that we want to give money gifts. At a much deeper level, Father, we want to learn what it is to give ourselves. Holy, fully, truly in a way that makes a difference, in a way that you can shine through us in the darkness of our world. In Jesus' name, amen. Like me, you've been uh, distressed and, and disturbed and saddened and shocked, maybe even angry or bewildered just by all the offense in, in Israel and Gaza. And, and truthfully, it's so hard to know, uh, you know what to pray, how to pray. It's, it's so often we feel that what difference does my small prayer uh, make uh, you know, um, in uh, this world? But we know that there are Palestinian Christian believers in Gaza and Messianic Jewish believers in Israel who are praying and seeking to follow Jesus in the middle of all of this. We know that there are innocent men, women, children, babies caught up in the middle of it. We know that we need wise advisors, mediators who will influence and those who are leaders at this critical time to speak God's wisdom into a very volatile situation. And we know that Satan, uh, who is the prince of darkness, loves darkness, loves destruction, loves lies, deceit, and death. And he would just love this whole thing to escalate. And so we want to pray strategically. Um, I, I follow a guy called David Platt, and, and he um, put on Twitter this prayer um, just for the whole situation. I thought it was excellent. And so I'm going to use this part of us just calling us to pray and to intercede. Because I believe this, that, that our prayers added to the millions of Christians around the world who are praying has real effectiveness. And that God is a God who answers prayer. So let's pray with faith and with expectancy. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you. Thank you that you have opened up a door and invited us in to intercede on behalf of others. And, and Father, we want to pray for your mercy over Israel and Palestine and throughout the Middle East. And, oh God, we grieve. We grieve over the evil and the injustice, the terrorism, the war, the suffering, the death in this uh, world. And we pray, ask you, Father, for your comfort for family members and friends of those who have died. They might be drawn to you, Jesus, for in you, Jesus, alone there is hope. And we pray for your provision for all who are injured and suffering, for those who are working with them to care for them. And, oh God, please deliver those who have been kidnapped or being held hostage. And cause them to cry out to you and turn to you in these horrifying days. We pray for those who are being displaced from their homes. Please, in the midst of countless needs, meet them, Lord. Because you are king over all kings, Lord over all lords, president over all presidents. And we pray for your grace and wisdom over the Middle East. And for all leaders who have influence in this situation. O oh God of peace, shalom. We pray for peace that only you can bring. O oh God, our Father, we pray for your church, our brothers and sisters in Christ in the Middle East, that they might live and stand firm in their faith. We pray for the gospel of peace to shine and spread 
in the middle of war, particularly in this region where so few folks have really heard of you or, or turned to you. And you ask, Father, in everything that your name be hallowed and honored and revered and enjoyed and exalted throughout the earth. That your kingdom come, your peace to rule and reign, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And for our part, God, we yield ourselves to you. Please use our prayers and, and, and use us in whatever way we can to make a difference for your glory amongst the nations. Not only in Israel and Palestine, but in Russia and Ukraine, in North Korea and Iran, in Yemen and Afghanistan. Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly, we pray. Come quickly to work in our world, because our world is really a world in such pain and darkness. And Jesus, we want to see your light have victory over darkness and against our great enemy, Satan, who loves deceit and lies and death and just wants this whole thing to explode and escalate. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We worship again, just chose a hymn of battle, just to remind us that, that when we gather on Sundays, that we actually are a, a, an army. We're gathering as an army to be equipped to really and follow our King Jesus and serve him in the midst of the darkness that we live in. So soldiers of Christ, arise and, and put your armor on. So let's stand, let's use this song to worship God. Let's do it. Bible together, God's Word together. Um, we're going to read from John chapter 1, uh, verses 1 to 9, and then Matthew 5, just a couple of wee verses there. God's Word, I, I, I want to read it with awe and with wonder, because it is God's Word, and it's far more important than anything that I could ever say to you. So just listen, receive it as it is, the very Word of God. Just think of Genesis as, as you read these words in John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. 
Through him, through Jesus, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of man. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Or, uh, alternative, the, the darkness has not overcome it. Darkness that Satan brings will not overcome the light of Jesus. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every person was coming into the world. Jesus, the the light of the world. And then... Of course, Jesus said not only was he the light of the world, but that that he wants to shine through us so that we are the light of the world. Matthew 5 and 13, verse 13, two wee pictures. One, you are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven super great words of Jesus. So, uh, we title that I've given to the talk is Shining Jesus in the Darkness um, of Halloween. It's coming up again. Don't you just love Jesus? Like, Don't you just love the way that everything about Jesus radiates, vibrates, celebrates joy and love and light and life and hope. Like, there's such a beautiful, wholesome, life-giving things about Jesus that delights our hearts and lifts our spirits. But I don't know about you, but when I walk into shops these days, my heart sinks. When I see in the shops that, that we're assaulted by all kinds of symbols of darkness and death and evil, we're, we're assaulted by witches, vampires, devil's horns, blood-dripping swords and sighs. All the things that we associate with pain, with misery, with violence, with every kind of darkness and wickedness that we know. And it's almost like at Halloween as a culture, we're given license to take delight in the horrible and the black and the evil and the fearful and the frightening and the more terrifying, the better. And you want to ask, well, why? Why do we want as a culture to fill our little children's hearts and spirits with fear and with fright, especially at a time when when we know that children and young people's mental health is just going through the roof? I I read this, that 100,000 children and young people were referred each month for mental health issues, that one in six children aged five to 16 were identified with probable mental health problems in July 2021 in the UK. That's an increase from uh, 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 one to nine in 2017. Five children in every classroom. And you might be sitting here at home thinking, oh, come on, Alvin, like, Halloween's only a bit of fun. Like, it's not real. Like, it's just a bit of silly nonsense. Just nobody actually believes this stuff, do they? And when the chat is going on about Halloween at work or in your family circle, the question I have is, well, how do we as followers of Jesus share our concerns in conversations at coffee break without coming across as party poopers who just want to spoil everything? You know, people say, oh, you Christians again. Like, you're always spoiled sports. Lighten up, wise up, just have a wee bit of fun. 
And how do you as a Christian parent, grandparent, answer your children who are super excited to dress up in witches' hats or some gory costumes to go round to their friends and trick and treat? Like, is there anything positive, happy, life-giving, joy-filled that we could do to shine Jesus, share Jesus, radiate Jesus and his light in this present darkness? So for what it's worth, here's some of my thoughts, just that we mix of, of Bible and verses and some thoughts. Number one, everyone, Christian atheist, agrees that there's already way too much violence, evil, and pain in our world. So like, why add to it? Why celebrate even more darkness? Well, well maybe that's a good place to, to question or just to ask your friends or family as you share some of your concerns and your reluctance about jumping into the Halloween bandwagon. I mean, just look at the costumes. Like, what are they saying? What pictures are they painting? Is that really what we want for our children and their future? The grotesque, the horrible, the evil, the wicked, the violent, the bloody, the devilish? They say, you know, that you are what you eat. I've had a bad week. <laughs> what you feed on, it's true, isn't it? What you feed your stomach on, it, it will have a cumulative effect every time, uh, over time. It's bound to have. So one Big Mac will not do any harm to you, will not make any difference to you. Like, who doesn't love a Big Mac? My biggest trouble with McDonald's is the food's never really hot, and I'm one of these people who love everything really hot. I boil the kettle about six times, you know, just to get the coffee hot. But, you know, if you keep feeding on Big Macs day after day, guess what happens? Imperceptibly, quietly, over time, you begin to see the results, don't you? Same with our minds and our spirits. You can't feed your mind or spirit on junk food of deadly or of wicked or of demonic or of black or of darkness without it having some kind of effect on you and shaping you in some way. I, I love um, those verses. Um, can, I'm not clicking for some reason. Uh, yeah. So can you read uh, this verse out loud with me? Uh, and uh, it's Philippians um, chapter 4. There's two e slides. So that's uh, after three. One, two, three. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. Feed your mind on such things. Let's put into our children's minds and spirits what we want to come out from them. We want the good. We want the beautiful. We want the wholesome. We want the kind. We want the true. Let's put it into them. Number two. Point number two. Oh, sorry. I was. Yes, sorry, Chris. You'll have to do it for me. Thank you so much. Um, by entertaining our children with... Um, devil's horns and witches' costumes, we are trivializing real spiritual forces of evil. Like, it's fun, they say. Silly nonsense, they laugh. Like, who even believes in this stuff anyway of demons, devils, witches, ghosts, occult, poltergeists? I, I want to say the Bible does. I do. Many people who are not Christians, who are anti-Christians, believe in them. There is a natural world that we live in, but there is a supernatural world of both good and evil all around us. And we are playing with stuff that we don't realize is both very dangerous and extremely deceitful. When our movies entertain us with The Exorcist, the demonic, 
the nasty, the ugly, the frightening, the evil. We're sending out a message to our teenagers and children that evil is fun, it's harmless entertainment. And as a culture, we're in grave danger of trivializing evil, desensitizing ourselves and our souls to a real spiritual world of evil and darkness. Here's a wee question for you. Did you ever, as a teenager, or um, play with Ouija board at Halloween? Or as an adult, try to contact a dead relative that you have loved and longed to speak to through a medium? And then found yourself in your house spiritual activity going on that frightens you? Like, I've been involved with people who've done exactly both those things without ever realizing that they were getting themselves into something beyond themselves. Our culture says, have fun. Let's play a game. It's harmless. It's a bit of crack. I want to say to you, you're playing with fire, with spiritual fire, and you can get up and end up getting really burnt. The, the Bible warns us about the real spiritual forces around us of evil and wickedness. And we as a church, you know, need to take that seriously too and be prepared that in the middle of a fight, we are in the middle of that fight. So I'll, I'll try and click this on. No, Chris, if you do it for me, please. Thank you. Um, let's read this one together. Well, I think there's um, three, three uh, PowerPoints here. So after three, one, two, three. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. That's the Bible's perspective, that's God's perspective, that's Paul's perspective, that's my perspective. That there are real spiritual beings, dark angels, demons. That you and I as a church are involved in real spiritual battles. And Halloween is nothing if it's not a wake-up call to the church to stop playing games. That followers of Jesus, we are involved in a real spiritual battle over this Ballycrocken area. We have a real spiritual enemy in Satan who hates us, who hates our Father God, who hates the cross, and, and who would do anything to destroy this church and any church. Do you know what I want to say to you? Satan is not some funny wee character with horns and tail and a pitchfork. If you could see Satan now, you would be absolutely amazed at how beautiful he is. One of the names for Satan is Lucifer. It means an angel of light. Um, Second Corinthians says that comes as no surprise. Even Satan himself pretends to be an angel of light. He often masquerades as someone who wants to do good, not harm, but he is a liar and a deceiver. Don't believe him. Don't play with him for one minute. And if you have been involved in spiritual guides or mediums or fortune tellers, then gently, lovingly, I, I want to urge you just to break with that. Come to, to Jesus. Just say, God, I, I didn't even realize what I was getting myself involved in. I am sorry. I turn away from that. I break with that. Forgive me. I turn Jesus afresh to you. Because I want to say this to you, that Satan will fill your mind with fears and doubts and lies and deceit and unbelief. Don't let him do it. Only Jesus can set you free and bring you peace of mind. Lastly, Mr. Chris, I think you'll have to do it for me, please. Thank you. It's really essential for us as a church to take the initiative and model healthy alternatives for our children. 
You know, some children and some churches do life parties um, at um, Halloween. So, for instance, Bangor Elam do an amazing life party. I see um, City Church, uh, used to be First Bangor, um, are doing a, 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 you know, a big um, life party uh, this Halloween. And it's, it's, they're brilliant. They put Jesus at the center of a night of wholesome fun and laughter. When I worked in, in Donica D, we chatted as a staff about you know, whether we should put on a super party um, for Donica D, and, and we decided against it because we felt that our vision as a church was to envision, equip, and empower parents to be disciples of Jesus and to make disciples of their children. So we thought that instead of one big super party in Donegaday, it would be far more wonderful if there were lots of little parties scattered all over Donegaday in people's homes, little satellite parties of life, of light, of joy and laughter, shining Jesus, sharing Jesus, spreading the love of, and the light of Jesus in different streets, different avenues, different estates in the town. Because instead of seeing Halloween as a nightmare, like, wouldn't it be amazing if Christian parents um, saw it as an opportunity to shine Jesus in a world that's full of darkness? Like, we are people full of joy. Like, we have hearts that are full of joy. We have a living, resurrected, glorious, victorious, living in Jesus who loves us, who has triumphed over darkness, over death, over evil, over wickedness, over the devil. And we have everything to celebrate in Jesus who has defeated darkness and fills our hearts with light and life. What if you're not a parent, a grandparent, can't, couldn't run a light party in your house? Here's something that you can do, all of us can do. Um, on your way out of church today, I, I'm going to give you a, a, a wee tea light. Well, I'm not going to do it. Um, the girls have put some on the table uh, inside the door here and outside. So what I'd love you to do is just take this, uh, this wee candle. I'd love you to put it in your window. And Halloween this year is on a Tuesday, I think it is. So I'd love you to do this. Put it in Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night. Don't set your place on fire. Don't burn your curtains or anything. But I'd love you to put it in your window and light it as a wee symbol, a wee sign, a wee picture to the people of your street that the darkness, all the darkness in the world can't put out the light, that Jesus is the light of the world in this dark, dark place, that there is hope, there is light, there is joy, there is goodness, and all the darkness of this world can't extinguish the flame of the presence of Jesus. And if trick-and-treaters come and say to you, what's a wee candle in your, your window for? You can say, oh, it's just a wee reminder to me that Jesus is the light of my life and he brings me such joy and happiness. You don't have to preach them. You can, if they ask you, what's that wee candle doing? You can just say, oh, Jesus is the joy of my heart and he's lit such a, a light in my heart that I just want to remind myself of that. And I want you to remind yourself of that. You are the light in your street. You are there strategically planted by Jesus in your street to love your neighbors, to lovingly bless them in Jesus' name. Do you ever walk down your street and just bless your neighbors as you walk down your street? Bless every heart, every house, every home. Just walk down your street, walk back. And if you have a dog, I'll give you a dog if you haven't got one. And you can. to live before your neighbors attractively so that they see Jesus in you, to pray expectantly those words that Jesus spoke and commanded. Um, I think there's um, three in this one. Can we, can we read this one together? This is Jesus speaking to us. One, two, three. I'm sending you off to open the eyes of the outsiders so that they can see the difference between dark and light. And choose light. See the difference between Satan and God. And choose God. I'm sending you off to present my offer of sins forgiven and a place in God's heart.
I'm sending you out of here this Sunday to shine a light, to be a light, a light of love on your street, a light of kindness in your street, the light of Jesus on your street. Didn't Jesus tell you of the incredible influence that, that we as followers um, in Jesus, of Jesus could have uh, to those around about us? Um, Chris, I think there's, yep. Read this one with me. It's, it's Matthew. It's just different new translation. One, two, three. Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others so that they face your Father. Like, would that not be so amazing? If you and I were to go out of here this week, and just so love Jesus, and so be filled with the love and light of Jesus. It's something of his beauty, his kindness, his light, his light would shine through you to the people who live around you. Let's shine Jesus by who we are and by how we live each day, every day, but especially let's shine Jesus in the darkness of this Halloween. Two wee PowerPoints just to finish with. Um, what do you think God's saying to you in this wee talk today? Did you get any sense of the Holy Spirit just prompting you to something? And the second um, PowerPoint, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Unless we go out of here and do something, we've missed that we link, haven't we? What we hear in here has got to be lived out when we walk out through those doors. I want to give you a wee moment to respond and invite the Holy Spirit to come and just um, press home into your hearts whatever he wants to do. I always say this, I love praying with people. If there's something that you'd love me to pray with you at the end, just, you know, I'll go to the door, but I'll come back up, just come up and I'll pray with you. I just love doing that. something that I just love doing. It can be for healing. It can be for, it can be something small. It can be something big. Just love doing it. Let's open our hearts to Jesus, will we? Let's pray. What's God saying to you? What are you going to do about it? Jesus, just thank you for um, placing us in this area. It grieves us, Lord, when we see our children being fed darkness. We are expectant. We are praying that your light would so shine for from us like stars in the night. Beautiful, attractive, loving, truthful. Holy Spirit, would you just speak to us, whether we're here in this room or whether we're watching um, on TV. love and with power. just want to say to you that if you have been involved in some stuff that you 
knew in your heart maybe that was wrong. I, I just didn't understand. I, I would want to say to you with all the gentleness of my heart that I would love to help you to be free. I would love to pray with you. I would love you to get free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So just do pick up the wee tea lights. Uh, it would be amazing if you would do that. That would be great. Um, let's, I thought we'd worship with uh, just that song of triumph, thine be the glory, risen conquering Lord, just a song of, of triumph over all darkness. So let's do that uh, so that we leave here just with joy in our hearts. <coughs> So after three, one, two, three, Lord, help me to go out through these doors and in the strength of your spirit to live authentically for you this week. And then just to bless one another. You can do it with your eyes closed, eyes open, whatever way you want to do it. One, two, three. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forevermore. Amen. And speak to each other before you go, and there's tea as well. <laughs>